You are listening to the Standard Desk of News from the Standard Show, the podcast that brings you the stories behind the standards, with Matthew Childs and Cindy Parkill. Today's episode is for May 2023. One of the most favourite features of the regular episodes of the Standard Show is the Standards Desk of News, where we take a brief look at some of the news about standards. And standards in the news, and in recognition of this favourite feature, we thought we'd do something a bit different and bring the standards desk of news out into the limelight and give it a regular monthly episode, all of its own. You can find the links to this month's stories in the show notes. Hey, Cindy Parakil. Hey, Matthew Childs. Shall we have the standards desk of news? Yup, let's do it. Yes, this is the Standards Desk of News. News about standards and standards in the news. This time for May 2023. Yes, and we start with cable ties. We do indeed. And sometimes with standards, Cindy, it's just about the little things, isn't it? <laughs> yes, indeed. We've all seen them and most of us will have used them. If you're a runner and have ever had to secure a timing chip to your running trainers then you'll know what I mean. Well, cable ties are subject to an international standard and the IEC, the International Electrotechnical Commission, recently published a new version. IEC 62275 specifies requirements for cable ties and their fixing devices as a means used for managing and securing wiring systems in electrical installations. But hold on, Matthew, didn't this come out a few months ago? Uh, it may have done. It may have done. But I found, so, <laughs> I found a bunch of cable ties in my kitchen drawer this week, and that reminded me about uh, it. Anyway, anyway, in this standard, cable ties are classified based on their material, loop tensile strength, and resistance to environmental influences, such as ultraviolet light or corrosion, and many, many other properties. The standard also provides guidelines for testing. Well, from the humble cable tie to critical technologies. In May, over in the United States, the Biden-Harris administration released the U.S. government's National Standards Strategy for Critical and Emerging Technology, or CET. These are technologies such as advanced computing, quantum, energy technologies, and AI. In the strategy, the US government stresses the importance of ensuring that the rules of the road for CET standards embrace transparency, openness, impartiality and consensus, and broad participation. It recommends increased engagement in international standards for CET and outlines how government will prioritise efforts in CET essential to US competitiveness and national security. In the U.S., the American National Standards Institute, or ANSI, coordinates the U.S. private sector standards activities, while the National Institute of Standards and Technology, or NIST, coordinates federal government engagement in standards activities. Industry associations, consortia, and other private sector groups work together within this system to develop standards to solve specific challenges. From the United States to Europe, and specifically to Denmark. Danish Standards, the national standards body for Denmark, has just published a new e-learning course about medical devices. Published in English, the course gives learners a basic understanding of how standards relate to and support the regulation of medical devices and the use 
of CE marking. It also gives an introduction to two key standards that address quality and risk management, ISO 13485 and ISO 14971. The course is aimed primarily at students studying innovation or technology development in the healthcare sector. And finally, have your say on a new standard for gender equality. Yes, a public consultation is underway on ISO 53800, Guidelines for the Promotion and Implementation of Gender Equality and Women's Empowerment. The purpose of this international standard is to provide guidelines, definitions, procedures and tools to public and private organizations in an effort to encourage them to make sustainable progress in promoting and achieving gender equality. The standard focuses on the inequality resulting from the gender-specific roles assigned to women, girls, men and boys, and is applicable to all types of organisations, regardless of their size, their location and field of activity. However, it should be said that the standard doesn't address country-specific compliance and legal requirements on gender diversity. The public consultation process for ISO 53800 is open now and runs until the middle of June. Get involved and have your say. Well, thank you, Sydney Parakil. Thank you, Matthew Childs. For May 2023, that's the Standards Desk of News. You have been listening to the Standards Desk of News from The Standard Show. Subscribe to The Standard Show now, wherever you get your podcasts. You just heard a stripped media production.